The Weekly Charge, a podcast for kids and families where we take a little time to charge as we plug in, power up, and press on with Christ. Good Friday, part three of Creation Speaks, The Rocks Cry Out. Hello, everyone. I'm Pastor Ben. And I'm Jen Miller. Welcome to The Weekly Charge, a podcast by the Napanee Missionary Church Kidmin team. This is episode three of our four-episode series exploring the Easter season. In episode one and two, we looked at two days in the week before Easter, Palm Sunday, when Jesus was welcomed into Jerusalem by some and rejected by others, and Maundy Thursday, when Jesus was arrested after eating his last supper with his disciples. To tell these stories, we used our imagination to ask what kind of story might be told by the rocks who were on the ground when these things happened. Of course, the rocks in our story are imaginary, but the story they're telling is a real story from history. The things Jesus said and did are real. But we hope that by using our imaginations like this, you just might learn something new about this story, a story you may have heard many times before. So for now, let's use our imaginations as we meet some new friends who live in a yard or a field or a park not too far away from you and me. Rochester, hey Rochester. Hello girls, hello. Oh, you got my message then, right? We did. We can't wait to meet your friend. We can't wait to hear her story. Oh, you might change your mind about that, Ferris and Tara. My friend's story, it's not an easy one to hear. What do you mean? Well, just what I said. You see... Is this the spot? I think this is the spot. Rochester, are you here? Is this the spot? Ah, yes, Paula. Hello, hello. Is this where I was supposed to meet you? Or was it somewhere else? I guess it would make sense that this is where I was supposed to meet you since you're here and not somewhere else. Yes, yes, this is the place, Paula. Paula, this is Ferris and Tara. Hello. Oh, look at you, young ones. I'm so glad you're interested to hear what an old rock like me has to say. Oh, we're, we're not that old, Paula. Besides, I believe that young rocks and old rocks need to learn from each other. Us old, us older rocks need to tell our stories to the younger ones, and we also need to listen to the younger rocks and hear their stories. Oh, of course. Well, what is your story about? Rochester said it'd be hard to listen to. We don't know what that means. Well, I was there when one of the worst things to happen in history happened. It was a dark morning, and... Are we late? Of Of course you are. I'm sorry. My mom wanted me to bring my little brother. Hi, I'm Stanley. What's What's he he doing doing here? Flint told us all about the stories he was hearing here, and I wanted to hear him too. Mom made me bring him. That's why I'm late. Always an excuse. But it's true this time. This time? It's true the other times, too. Flint, it's okay. This is my friend Paula. Paula, this is Flint and his little brother, Stanley. Hi. Okay, I just have to know. Is this a Jesus story? The last few times Rochester had storytellers visit, they told people stories, but they were Jesus stories. And I gotta tell you, Jesus stories are the best people stories. Well, you're in luck. This is a Jesus story, Phil. Flint. Flint, right. Yeah, but my story is, well, it's a tough one to tell and a hard one to listen to. What do you mean? Well, Henry. Stanley. Right, Stanley. You see, the day I'm going to talk to you about is called Good Friday by the humans. That's good. But it's the day some terrible things were done to Jesus. That's bad. Why do they call it that, then? 
If bad things happen, why call it a good day? Well, you see, Phyllis. Ferris. Well, you see, Ferris and Teresa. Tara. And Tara, the good comes from why the bad things happened. I'm not going to ask you what you mean. I'm just going to ask you to tell us your story so we can figure it out. That's a great plan, Quint. Flint. Yes, Flint, yes. Great plan. Let's see. You may have noticed I can be a little, uh, absent-minded. We've We've noticed. noticed. Girls. It's okay. Farrah and Terry just telling the truth. Ferris and Tara. Ferris and Tara are just telling the truth. And I've always been this way. I get lost and I mix up people's names and forget what I'm doing before I get it done. And one day, I took a wrong turn in Rome. And instead of going to Egypt where I was planning to go, I ended up in Jerusalem. That was pretty embarrassing, as you can imagine. I was going to visit my Aunt Petronia. Or was it my Aunt Petronilia? Anyway, where was I? You took a wrong turn in Rome? Oh, right. And I found myself in Jerusalem at a place called Golgotha. That sounds scary. Oh, it was scary, Andy. Stanley. It was scary, Stanley. I got there the day before everything happened, and I talked to some of the rocks who lived there. They told me it was a bad place where bad things happened. But then I got into a conversation with a bush that was nearby, and we started talking about the weather, and I forgot what the other rocks had told me, and it ended up staying there that night. Then the next day, that was when the bad things happened. So you've already heard about Jesus, right? Yeah. We heard about how he came to Jerusalem and people thought he was great and had something like a parade for him when he was coming into town. Yeah, I heard about that too, Trent. Flint. I heard about that too, Flint. But that was the Sunday before. This was Friday morning. And the people I was seeing were not excited about him coming into town. They were angry. They were shouting and yelling and calling him names and making fun of him. Making fun of Jesus? Yes. I'm absent-minded. I forget things, but I'll never forget what I saw that day. Jesus was bloody and bruised and hurt and weak. They were making him carry a huge piece of wood, but he was too weak, so they had another person helping him. I saw some women who were crying and upset. One of them was his mother, and they stopped near me. The people, the people who arrested him, they hurt him. All he did was help people. All he did was be nice to people. All he did was be good and kind and heal people. And they did that to him. Yeah. Why? Did they they hate hate him that that much? They did. They hated him so much they wanted him to be dead. That's awful. Griselda kept telling us that God loves people and that Jesus lived on earth as God and man because he loves people. It doesn't make sense. Well, that's because there are two stories happening here. One was the story that the people thought was happening. They thought they were just getting rid of someone that they hated who was making them look bad and lose power. What was the other story? God's story. You see, God uses bad things to make good things happen sometimes. This was the baddest of the bad things, but because it happened, the goodest of the good things was going to happen. I don't under... know what? I'm just going to listen. Very good, Carl. Carl? It's Flint. Very good, Flint. So this place, Golgotha, meant in Hebrew, the place of the skull. Yep. Scary. You know it, Bradley. Stanley. You know it, Stanley. It was called that for a couple reasons, but one reason was that many people died there. They were killed by the Roman government for being evil, awful criminals. Which Jesus was not. No, he was not. In fact, they made a sign that had his crime written on it. It said, this is Jesus of Nazareth, the king of the Jews. Why did it say that? Well, 
If you're just thinking about the people story, Pilate, the Roman guy in charge, made that sign to make fun of the Jewish people who wanted to kill Jesus because they were angry that people thought Jesus was the Messiah who would save them. But if you're thinking about the God story, the joke is on Pilate because Jesus... Because Jesus really was the king of the Jews. Bingo, Flint. Uh, it's Flint. Wait, uh, you got it right. All these bad things happened to him. People spit on him. People made fun of him. They nailed him to the wood he was carrying, and they lifted him up on that cross to let him die. He was in pain. He was sad. He felt alone. I heard him say to God, why have you left me here alone? But you know what else I heard? What? He said, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. When one of the criminals who was dying next to him made fun of him, the other shouted out to Jesus, Lord, please remember me in your kingdom. Jesus said to him, you will be with me today in paradise. When he saw the woman standing near me, he told one of them, look, there's your son. Then he said to a man who was standing next to him, look, there is your mother. The man was one of his friends, one of his followers. One of his disciples? You mean they didn't all run away? And I think he was speaking to his mother. He was asking his friend to take care of his mother. He was dying. But I saw so many times when he was thinking of other people. Wow. This had been going on for six hours, maybe more. The sky was still dark, though. Then I heard him say, It is finished. He said it in a way that made it sound like his mission was done. That the work was done. And then he said in a loud voice, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. And then he died. He didn't heal himself? He didn't make all those people go away? He just died? But dying is the end of people. Only in people stories. You see, the people in the story thought it was the end. The people who loved Jesus were so sad because he was dead. And the people who hated him were glad that he was dead. The people who loved him wondered if everything he told them was true. The people who hated him thought that this plan worked and they'd won. But both the people who loved him and the people who hated him were only seeing the people part of the story. They were forgetting the God part of the story. What was the God part of the story? Well, Danny. Stanley. Well, Stanley. The God part was this. This was his plan all along. Of course, I didn't know that when it was happening. I left that place right after they took Jesus down from the cross and took him away to be buried. But over time after that, I would listen to people talking, especially when I heard them mention Jesus. This was God's plan. While people were still sinners, Jesus died for them. How did dying for people help people? That's a big question. But that's what we talked about last time. God loved people so much, he sent his son so that people would not have to be separated from him by sin, but have life with him forever and ever. Let's get this straight. People sinned and brought sin into the world. And they kept sinning even though God hates sin. But God loves people. So he sent Jesus to die and take away their sin so they can be with him after they die. Forever and ever and ever. You, you got it, Pharaoh and, uh, you got it, girls. So God actually forgives people when they do things he hates? He does because he loves people. All the people. I don't get it. Flint, it's like you and Rochester. What? Rochester likes you. You're friends. He doesn't like you being late too much. But because he's your friend, he forgives you for being late. Stanley, you're exactly right. You see, I told you us old, older rocks can learn from you, young ones. Sin is much worse than Tin Can being late all the time. Flint. Sin is much worse than Flint being late all the time. 
because it was like a wall or something separating people from God. But you've got the idea. God loves people like a father loves his children. And that's why Jesus came. Every time I learn something new about Jesus and God, I just can't believe how awesome they are. Just wait. It's about to get awesomer. Tell Tell us us more. Nah, because I know what's coming in a couple of days, and it'll be better to hear from him about what happened on Sunday. Aw, man. I need to get moving along. See you soon. Uh, Paula, it's that way. This way? No, 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 that way. Oh, oh, right. Bye, kids. Bye, Ichabod. It's It's Rochester. Rochester. No, uh, actually, uh, Ichabod is my first name. Rochester is my middle name. I just like Rochester better. See you later, Paula. Who's Who's next? Come back in a couple days, kids. You'll meet my friend Craig. And boy, does he have a story to tell. It's amazing when you think of the way God loves us, even though we have sinned. We've broken his rules. We've rebelled against him. But he loves us so much that he wants us to spend forever with him in heaven. God is our creator. We are his creation. And he loves us like a father. He is so powerful and so big, but he cares about every single one of us. And that's why Jesus did what he did for us on that Good Friday. In his death, he took our sin. In his death, he took our consequences. In his death, he made it possible for us to be forgiven and to be forever friends with God. If you have not talked to God and prayed and asked him to forgive your sins and ask him to be a part of your life, it's something you can do right now with your family. Moms and dads, if you want to know more about how to help your children do this, we'd love to talk with you. Next episode will be our final episode in this story series. After that episode, we're going to invite a friend some of you may know, Ralphie, to come and talk with us about some questions you might have about God or the Bible or other things like that. So if you have a question that you would like to ask us, or if your parents have a question that they would like to ask us, you can send it in an email to kidmen at nmc.church, or you can just drop it off at the church office and just leave it for Pastor Ben. For now, thanks so much for listening. And until next time, we want to remind you to charge. Plug in and connect with Christ. Power up and become like Christ. And press on by being like Christ in the world. This story can be found in Matthew 27 and John 19. Creation Speaks, The Rocks Cry Out, Part 3, Good Friday, featured your hosts, Jen Miller and Pastor Ben. Rochester was Ben Avery. Ferris and Tara were Laurel and Amelia Avery. Tim Avery played the part of Flint. And Stanley was played by Douglas Avery. Paula was Jen Miller. Written, directed, and produced by Ben Avery. Weekly Charge is a production of the Napanee Missionary Church Kidman Department. You can find out more at nmc.church. You can find this podcast at nmckidman.com. I'm Pam, and as always, thanks for listening.